Hi everybody, thanks for listening. You're about to hear a conversation I had with Eddie Maynard. Eddie's a photographer, videographer, he's very skilled, very talented. Known him for a lot of years. It's really interesting to hear about him and his journey, his battles with anxiety and, and lots of other things and, and getting out there and taking pictures. So I hope you enjoyed the conversation that I had with him. I thought it was really fun. Uh, I'd just like to say a big thanks to uh, Breakout Media for letting me use the studio today while I was in a bit of a pickle. And the dogs, I had to bring the dogs to the podcast, which was... Um, Obviously, I loved, but they didn't really settle. They kind of walk around a lot, they jump on Eddie at one point, bless him, um, and kind of won't leave us alone. And then they start play fighting at one point. So if you hear me shouting at Woody or Jesse or, or whatever, I'm going to try and I'll leave a lot of it in because it otherwise it'll like mess up the conversational flow of the podcast. Um, but I'm going to try and edit out where I'm shouting. But just so you know, that's that's what it is. And uh, and big thanks to Eddie for being patient and cool about the dogs. Um, just climbing all over him all the time. So obviously, if you're watching it on the video uh, on YouTube or whatever, then um, then uh, you'll be able to see the chaos. But if you're just listening and you're hearing all these weird noises and like dog collars rattling and, and shaking and stuff, then that's why. Cool. Thanks very much. Um, I hope you enjoy the episode. Oh, and a big shout out to <laughs> RootJujitsu.com. Um, it's my Jujitsu sportswear brand. Um, we I like to think that we make loads of cool stuff. So if you are into cool t-shirts, apparel, sportswear, whatever it is, uh, or you do any kind of martial arts training, or even if you don't, even if you just want something, some cool base layers or whatever while you're running, um, check out our website, www.reapjujitsu.com. Thank you. Hello and welcome to RBTV. <laughs> We're back online, guiding you with a smooth jazz medley through these twilight hours. So, Eddie Maynard. Yeah. How's it going? Yeah, yeah, good, yeah. <laughs> um, thanks for uh, thanks for taking the time to do the podcast. We really appreciate it. Yes, yeah, all right. I thought it'd be interesting because me and you have obviously worked together in, in the past in loads of different ways. Yeah. We've always, like, I feel like we've always had good conversations, but we've always usually been in at work. Yeah. So we've been like, oh, yeah, oh, hang on, I'll just go and take these photos. I'll be like, oh, I need to go and yeah. pay these like, people or whatever. <laughs> We've not properly hung out, really. Yeah. Um, I thought it'd be nice, and I thought, I, I guess I've kind of seen, I don't know how much of it I've seen, but, like, certainly, like, uh, you from your early days of your career, I guess, up until, like, now. Yeah. Um, you know, you're taking photos of fucking, um, like, Sam Dunk and, like, that politician, I can't remember his name. Jeremy Corbyn. Jeremy Corbyn. Yeah. Um, and got all sorts of cool projects going on. So it's been quite interesting to see you like develop and grow and, and all that. And I just thought it'd be interesting to sit down and, and talk through it really. Yeah, yeah. Um, how how did you get into photography? So, um, yeah, okay. So going way, way, way back. Um, basically, my mum uh, used to be a wedding photographer. She'll If you keep stroking her, she will not move, <laughs> by the way. She's just like, <laughs> for right. anyone listening, She's I've so got soft. my dogs in the studio. She's so <laughs> soft, I can't stop. Um, yeah, so... Jess, just, come uh, here. I'll just, I'll just sit here like this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, so going way back, um, my, my mum used to be a wedding photographer. Right, okay. Um, I can't exactly remember how she got into it. She was doing photography at college, yeah. um, which was... CCAD, which is kind of how I was like, oh yeah, I want to go to CCAD right, as well. So right, right, right. that's how I kind of that's quite cool. Like kind of inspired. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, I kind of had an interest in photography because she was like coming home. From, she was doing a night class. Yeah. And she was coming home and like taking photos of me and my brother for right. like her projects and stuff with, yeah. with the night class. And uh, kind of yeah, like I don't know. I was really 
just interested in the whole like process behind it and stuff. Yeah. Um, and at the time, I can't remember how old I was. I was maybe about 14, 15 or something. And um, there was, I was really into kind of like, I guess it would be called like metalcore music. Yeah, yeah. Um, and there was like them gigs on at Liberties. Yeah. Um, like the uh, the classic Liberties gigs. If yeah, anyone, yeah, yeah. Yeah, if anyone's listening. Went so to them, like uh, who was like, who was playing like at those gigs? So it was basically just like, there was like local bands. So there was uh, the Escape Artist. Yeah. Um, who else? There was some of the bands like uh, Demoralizer. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Heart in Hand, I think they were called. Yeah, I remember them. Um, I think they yeah. got cancelled at one point. Or yeah, I'm sure yeah. the things were peed off. I was yeah. about to say that. <laughs> like that. Yeah, yeah it won't go there. Um, <laughs> Who else? There was, uh, do you know what? Uh, foundations? Was yeah. It? Yeah, Foundations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I kind of, I listened to a lot of that stuff. Yeah. Um, I wanted to go to the gigs, but, I, like, my friends, I, I know it was a weird, it was a weird period where, like, um, like my friends from, uh, who I was hanging out with at the time, they didn't really go to the gigs much, or they weren't kind of going to some of the gigs. So I was like, I really want to get, like, really want to go to these gigs. Yeah. Didn't really know many people that were going. Um, so I was like, right, well, you know, I like photography. Um, yeah. I've got a camera. I just got a camera for Christmas the, the right, year before right, or something. Right, right. So I was like, right, if I go and take photos there, um, people won't think I'm a weirdo going to gigs on my own. Right. That's okay, at the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Um, so kind of taking it back a step before that, um, I struggled a lot as a kid with anxiety. Okay. Um, I remember like, I, <laughs> do you know what? It's really weird. I was thinking about this this morning. Um, <laughs> I was watching a, a Lewis Capaldi podcast with... Uh, oh, with on, Stephen Bartlett? Yeah. Yeah, I listened to yeah. that last week. Yeah, He yeah. was on about like anxiety when he was a kid. Um, and I was kind of like, oh, shit, that's what I was like. Yeah. Um, I remember like one, just so you kind of know kind of how, how like what it was like. I remember going at the... Um, the nurse's office when I was a kid in, in school. Yeah. Because um, I used to just panic about everything. Right. Um, and I saw a poster on the wall um, for meningitis or something like that. I, it's really weird. Like, I don't remember much from my childhood, but I really remember this, like, yeah, vivid yeah, yeah. memory um, about this poster about meningitis. And it said something like, meningitis, um, something about, like, manage the minutes or something like that. And it was something to do with, in the first half an hour um, of your symptoms coming on. Yeah you have to like do these things or you'll die or something like that's that's how like yeah, my yeah, brain yeah. um kind of kind of processed it at the time so i'd seen uh, the nurse had gone out somewhere and i was just sat in this office i looked at this post i was like oh man i was like oh these are the symptoms and it was like a list of like you know really standard like fever um yeah it was like, like a red mark on your skin yeah just that. any yeah, just yeah. anything that you know like when you look at like when you where you feel oh i feel slightly ill and you google it and you're like headache i'm like oh my head's hurting like I've got a oh here. yeah like a rash and you're like itching yourself and like, it was kind of like so i was looking at this poster and then after that it was just like for months i was like whenever anything happened at school i was like oh, i got meningitis i was like i've got 30 minutes ah, yeah, i'm gonna die yeah, yeah. like it was it's really <laughs> i don't know so i, I was like i was like a, an anxious kid yeah growing up and that. i don't even know where it came from yeah but um so yeah like obviously these gigs happened and i was like oh i was like really anxious like oh, what if what if i go and someone thinks i'm like weird just yeah, being on my own yeah, and yeah, yeah. what if people laugh at me because i've got no friends and that and yeah and when so, you're a teenager like that shit, so they, it just eats you up, doesn't it? Like, yeah. you come from school where there is, like, a weird social hierarchy and, like... Yeah. I can... Yeah. It, it's exacerbated as a teenager, isn't it? Yeah, and I was I was a proper freak in school as well. Like, I was... <laughs> I remember, like, some of the things that, like, I did and said in school. I was just a proper freak. Like, I was just a part of, like, weird, nerdy kid. Um, like, just trying to fit in. Yeah. Um, I used to get called skateboard freak. All right, okay. They hadn't coined the term. But that's cool now, yeah. isn't it? That's yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah. like a that's like, in trend now. Yeah. yeah, I used to like skateboard to school, and everyone like like the school didn't know what to do because they were like, 
what, are we allowed? Like, is it like a bike? You yeah. know what I mean? Can he like lock it up somewhere? Yeah. In the end, they were like, no, you're not allowed to like skateboard to school anymore. It was really? That's, that, that's weird, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, sorry. That's cool. Um, so yeah, bit of a weird on school and that. Um, trying to fit in to start, you know, want to go to these gigs. So I thought, right, you know what, I'll take my camera. Um, I, I can't remember who was running the gigs. I, I, I don't remember. It, it, like, it was a combination of people, yeah. like, would just have a pop. I, I think, like, at, it was, like, MySpace at the time. Yeah, probably. I think I, I've contacted someone through MySpace, and I was like, do you want some photos? I'll do them for free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I just want to come to the gig. Yeah. Um, and then I went, started taking photos there, and I kind of just, like, regularly went and... Yeah, yeah, yeah just took my camera and took photos and that was really how I got into like yeah I kind of I think I bought a flash because I think the first time I went I didn't have a flash and I was like oh this is really hard so I bought a flash <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah yeah um and yeah I just met loads of do you know it's weird like I met loads of people through that yeah um that's probably kind of like in a way the the start of that journey led me on to like probably sure. how I know you because yeah, yeah yeah um there was like certain people back then that I met and then I think I think I somehow know Phil Saunders through yeah them gigs or someone at them gigs had linked me in with Phil Saunders yeah. or whatever and then Phil had got me working nightclubs yeah, yeah. Um, so through doing them gigs I then started doing nightclubs and then yeah kind of everything just I did nightclubs for maybe like eight years it was like it was until nightclubs for ages yeah, 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 yeah. it was um, yeah a long time <laughs> a really <laughs> long time do you know what I, I remember starting doing um, clubs and I, I was like I think I was like I think I was 17 at the time. Uh -huh. I think I might have lied to Phil and told him yeah. I was 18. Sorry, Phil, if you're listening. Um, <laughs> and uh, I started, I think my first night was AVM. Yeah. Um, I think, did you have something to do with AVM as well? Yeah, it was a 10 feet tall night. So yeah. I'd do bits like, I was obviously, I was more sumo, but I'd, like if there was a gig on, I'd maybe run the gig or whatever. It wasn't my night in particular, but yeah. I'd either work there or I'd, I'd be getting pissed there. Yeah. So I was happy to work there. Because yeah. I, I think that's kind of where I, Met you at some right. point. Or, or yeah, 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 yeah. From Probably, that. yeah. Um, so yeah, I did did nightclub stuff. Um, that went on till like the beginning of COVID. Yeah. I, like I just I wanted out at that point. I was just like I'm I'm sick. Yeah. Um, from from when I first started like eight nine years ago, I was like, oh, I'll do this for like a couple of years. And when I'm like, if I'm still doing this when I'm 23, that's really weird because like <laughs> when I was like eight, like when I was like 17, 18, like someone who was 23 was really old. Do you yeah, know what I mean? yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, I don't want to be. 23-year-old taking photos of it yeah. and he was in clubs and I was like, that's a bit weird. Anyway, it got to like 28 and I was like still working clubs <laughs> and I was like, oh, like the money was really good and it yeah, was fun yeah, and yeah. like it was weird because like I met people there and I feel like I made friends there but it was weird because I, I wouldn't see them outside of yeah, totally. them clubs and it was like when I met them outside of the clubs, I didn't know what to say because they weren't drunk, drunk and, and, and yeah, it was in a way like, and... yeah, um, I felt really like, I don't know, it was weird like being in clubs, I kind of felt um, I didn't really feel any anxiety because I kind of thought everyone's drunk, no one really cares. Yeah. Um, and even if I said something weird, or you know, you know, when you like just freak out and you just think, oh, what if I say something stupid, or what if I like embarrass myself, or yeah. just standard like anxiety thoughts. Yeah. I was like, well, they're drunk, they're never going to even remember it. Do you know uh -huh. what I mean? Yeah. Um, there's people though I'd like be like, oh hi, like that, and I, I had a big massive conversation with them last week, and they're like looking at me like I have no idea who you are. So as soon as I realised that, I was like, it's cool. I don't need to worry about anything here. I feel totally comfortable here. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I kind of like it was like a nice safe environment for me to like work yeah. in, make money in, and. Uh, it's it's funny though because I, I mean I I left clubs around the same age twenty six maybe like stopped working for ten feet tall and, and quickly lost interest 
in it. And it you can make like decent money, you know, running your own nights and stuff. But yeah, I was just burnt out. I'd like similar to you. I'd, I'd spent seven or eight years working in clubs, and I was like, yeah, yeah fucking get out of this. And I could, yeah. I could see a couple of paths, and some of them I didn't like the look of. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you can get. I think you did a good job of not getting sucked into like drinking all the time you know yeah. what I mean I, like, I'd, I'd, I'd work and I'd drink and I'd sometimes mix the two up and sometimes some harder stuff as well yeah um, but something when you when you leave that and then you start thinking about those friendships and those people and there's like literally people that like you say like I'd have considered friends at the time yeah. and I probably haven't seen since yeah. since I stopped yeah, yeah. and you know Definitely. and they're probably thinking the same because they probably don't go out anymore maybe some of them still do yeah um, but but yeah, but it's, it's strange. And then you think about that process and you go, well, actually, who is, who are my friends? Yeah. You know what I mean? Who yeah. do I want to hang around with? Who's, and those kind of people you're left with, you're like, because st I'm still friends with some people that I hung out with back in those days, you know what I mean? And I'm like, oh, well, that's quite nice because that came out of that, but yeah. it's, it's maybe two or three compared to like. Yeah, same, same really, it's yeah. It's a big network of people, really. You know, it was hundreds of people. If you yeah. think about the, the amount of people that you said hello to might not have been friends with or close with, but it was probably hundreds of people, you yeah. know what I mean? And it's definitely people I would have said at the time. <laughs> it's definitely people <laughs> I would have said at the time, like, I'm my mates. And to be fair, I'd probably, I'd probably like, I don't think, um, I don't necessarily think it's, there's anything like sinister. I think it's just kind yeah. of like, it is very like hollow, shallow friendships, isn't it? Cause yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think when, when people are drunk, they'll just kind of like, there's people that have like really like, I've had a conversation with in a club, but they've opened up to me and like told me some like really personal stuff. And we're, yeah. we've had a, like a really nice, what I thought was like, because I was sober. Like, yeah, oh, that's yeah, a, yeah. that was a really nice chat. And then like, it turns out that they don't even remember any of that. And they've probably had that conversation with like 10 other people. Cause like, so yeah, it happened that day. And they're, yeah, they're like, yeah. I feel like, oh, they're opening up to me. That's, that's really nice. Um, yeah. Like, cause obviously being, being like a total loser in school, um, didn't really have like I had a few friends in school uh -huh. but I definitely um wasn't like super popular didn't have loads of friends and stuff right so it was nice to like go into an environment where people were really friendly you know, lots of people yeah, um, yeah and I kind of like felt lucky in a way that I got into the clubs that I did um AVM always sound sumo everyone always sound yeah um yeah, creeps yeah. like everyone was always like yeah. super friendly they were quite nice they were almost like communities weren't there more than like definitely because yeah. there's clubs you know that people go to and yeah. there's like you know i'm thinking more like like dance nights and r&b nights and stuff yeah it i feel like it is very linked to the genre of music that's played there yeah 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 um and they can be quite clicky whereas like obviously rock people tend to have definitely yeah like if you find rock music you tend to have went looking for it and there's a reason you went looking for it so you've already got that in common haven't you really? yeah yeah 100 percent. it's um it's weird as well because i went to uh my mate nathaniel runs sinners club yeah um and he my partner joe works on the door yeah um so i go and pick her up um when she's like finished on a night and uh it's weird like I see loads of the same people that used to go out. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, like, it's more them people that kind of, like, they'll still come up to me and have, like, a really nice conversation with me and stuff. Uh, whereas the people that I met doing, like, the house nights or the R&B nights are the kind of people that, like, would totally, like, not in a bad way, but would, like, totally look through me now. Like, they wouldn't even, yeah, like... Yeah, yeah, Whereas yeah. The, the people from the rock nights go, oh, Eddie, how are you doing? Yeah. I mean, they're, they're still drunk. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, It's still, yeah, like, a similar yeah, yeah. environment. Yeah. But, um... It is nice. I feel like it is. A, it's a, there's a huge difference between like them kind of nights yeah. and um, like the the more um, like house dance. Yeah. Um, it, was, it was all deep house at the time. That was yeah, the big yeah, buzzword. Yeah, yeah. 
techno yeah. is the buzzword now. Yeah, and everything is, is it? Tech- I, I don't know. Yeah, everything's, <laughs> everything's a techno now. Yeah. Even if it's not a techno night, we're just gonna say it's a techno night. Right, right, so, right, right. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Anyway, I did nightclub stuff, um, and then kind of through that, um, there was like a bit of a tedious link. But I don't know if you remember. Um, Sumo, I don't know if you booked it or Phil booked it or anyone, the Steel Cats from Leeds. Yeah, I know, yeah, um, yeah, I know they've seen that, yeah. Um, one of the Steel Cats, she was called Steph. Yeah. Um, is from Leeds and she yeah. knows. Or it's a uni with some of them, so like it's right. how that link ended up, but yeah. So she knows someone called Katie, right. who I now do weddings with. Right, right. So right. that's how Katie knew me through Steph, because I think I'd added Steph on Instagram to send her some photos of mm-hmm. fire breathing or whatever. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I met Katie through that. Um, Katie was on the Slam Dunk team, so right. I was like, oh, do you want to come do Slam Dunk? Because yeah. you're looking for photographers. So that's how I got into Slam Dunk. And yeah, then it kind of, yeah. like, went from there. Spiral. So yeah. it's like, yeah, it's like a weird, like... It's, it's weird, like, looking back on clubs. Like, if someone said to me now, can you come to this club night? I'd be like, no. Like, no, <laughs> no I don't want to do that. But I'm so glad that I did. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And I yeah. met, like, I don't know if... I mean, before I was doing clubs, I remember I was working in a um, a restaurant as a waiter. Yeah. Um, and I was kind of just, like, totally all right with that. I mean, looking back now, it was horrible. Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. having a boss was just horrible. Yeah. And, like, brilliant. having the stress of, like, going into work and having to, like... Yeah. Um, it was in Yarm, yeah. so like a lot of the people that came in, some some people that came in were lovely, but a lot of the people that came in were like, um, I feel I feel like Yarm's a place where people go because they think, oh Yarm, Yarm's posh. I go to Yarm, I'm I'm posh because yeah, I'm in Yarm, yeah. even though they're not, they're, they're just going yeah. to like what was quite a, it wasn't a budget restaurant, but it definitely wasn't like a high end restaurant. Do you know yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah. But yeah. they were because they were in Yarm, they felt like oh I'm in Yarm, I can treat the waiter like shit and yeah, click yeah, my fingers yeah. and all this and. Like our boss was like, oh well, if they're doing that, like if that if that's kind of what they want, you have to do that, and yeah, very much like, um, I think I got a warning. I got I got a final warning there because I put um, there was, um, one of the things on the on the menu was potato wedges, and you got a choice of dip on the wedges, and so it was like tomato sauce, barbecue sauce, garlic, whatever. Yeah. Um. So when they were ordering, you're like, oh, what dip do you want with that? And they said, oh, tomato sauce. And I put on the the thing, Tommy K. You know, like typing it in the thing, because I was like, just going to the kitchen. Do you know what I mean? And yeah, that's sure, what all yeah, them, yeah. that's what all the chefs called uh, ketchup, Tommy Care. Yeah. So I put that on the check. And anyway, like, later on that night, I got dragged in the office. He's like, my boss is like, what's this on the check? Tommy Care, what's that? And I was like, <laughs> oh, it's like tomato ketchup. And he's like, but it's unprofessional. It's going out to the customer. And I was like, oh well, I didn't realise that that was on like the customer's receipt. I yeah, thought it was the kitchen yeah, receipt. Yeah. And he gave me like a warning for it. He said like, it's unprofessional. And I was like, what? And he's like, and why did you put thank you and a smiley face on the receipt? I was like, oh, because I was like listening to this thing. And it said that if you do that, um, you're more likely to get tips. And obviously right. the tips were shared. So it wasn't like I was just getting yeah, tips. It was yeah, like one yeah, of them, yeah. you know, where like the manager takes loads of the tips yeah. as well. And it's a nice thing to do. Exactly. You know I mean? yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a warning for that because it wasn't professional. And I was like, <laughs> it was at that point where I was just like, oh, man, like, I hate this. Like, yeah. this is, because I just, I don't know, it was just like being. Normal. It wasn't like, yeah, 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 I wasn't like, I don't know. I just thought that was like a informal, normal thing to like do. Do you know what I mean? But um, yeah. So that kind of that was the thing that pushed me to like, right, I want to do something else. Yeah. Um, I can't remember if I asked Phil or Phil asked me to do AVM or whatever. And then yeah, that's how I got into that. So. What was your first camera? You said you got one for Christmas. Um, first camera. Is that your mum? Yes, it was. Yeah, it was a. 
uh, Canon 350D, yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, a silver one. Um, and I remember I got a lens with it, and it was like a 50, a like 250mm lens. Right. And I was like, look how big, oh, this lens is massive. Yeah, look at this lens, is sick. And I was like, <laughs> but no, I'm just like, it's just such a cringe thing, do you know yeah, what I mean? It's like, yeah, yeah. but I remember... Uh, like taking loads of photos, but put on my space. I'd like, oh yeah, I'll zoom the lens out so the lens looks massive because I'm a professional and all yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's probably so cringe looking back now, <laughs> yeah. But, um, and uh, yeah, um, it was, to be fair, at the time it, it was like quite a decent like camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Especially um, like that sort of age as well, you know what I mean? It's yeah, like a professional yeah. camera, it's not just like, um, like a point and click. And I remember I had Flickr page. Yeah. That was like where I first started. I yeah, I've yeah. still got. It. I mean, don't don't look, <laughs> but I still I still keep it because I just think like, yeah. oh, um, it's nice to look back on and yeah. and like I, I feel like sometimes I think I look at my work and I just think oh, this is the same stuff I was shooting from like four years ago. Like I've not progressed, and then I will, I'll look back at it and I think, oh, you know what. I feel like I have improved, and then I look back at my Flickr and think, wow, oh, I've definitely <laughs> definitely improved. It's like it's it's good to um, yeah. Some of the things I was like taking photos of were like, like a wind chime in a window, and then putting like you know Amazing. like a really inspirational caption. Yeah, or something. yeah, yeah. Or like yeah. putting putting like I remember I took a photo of uh, like the beach, and I put like architect lyrics over it in like <laughs> scroll font and that, and I put that on my Flickr, and I was like, yeah, but fucking killed it on my space like, with that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was like the early days of Tumblr yeah, and stuff yeah, yeah. like that. Yeah, um, I, um, I like I somehow found my Flickr not that long ago, and. Um, I went on and when I was at uni, I did a stint working at like the O2 in Leeds as a club photographer for like a night that they had there. Like I only did it three or four times because I was shit and I couldn't be asked. But right. And I went on and all of these photos were on there because I remember I'd uploaded them to there for the like the club promoter to look at and pick the ones that he wanted to yeah. use. Right. Okay. And yeah. it's fucking weird. It was like it's like a time capsule of like a 2011 maybe. Like I, it was a while ago, obviously maybe longer, 2010. Yeah. And um, it's like a time capsule of nightclubs at that, po- that point. And I was like, this is fucking weird. As and I was like, I wonder if all these people know these photos exist. Yeah, <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. It's well strange. Yeah. But yeah, so that's my flick. It's definitely look at that. Yeah. But it's good, isn't it though? Because I found all them, I, I've got all them Liberties photos on. Yeah, on yeah, yeah. You posted back. some of them on your Instagram a while ago. Yeah, I re-edited yeah. them. Because I, I found, do you know what I found? I have this thing, right, where like, I constantly buy hard drives and I archive like loads of my raw files. Like I don't think I have many nightclub photos. Yeah. Because I just think like there's just so many. Um, yeah, I kept like some nights. So say like if creeps had like a, um, like a, I don't know, like a blue planet rave night or something. Uh, like or like a Halloween. Like the yeah, same Halloween. Like, yeah. I'll, yeah. I'd keep like them because I just think like they're kind of in terms of like nightclub photos. Go. They'll probably be like interesting because yeah. there's more stuff. It's not just like a weekly thing. Um, but yeah, I'd um, I'd kept all of my raw files, and I sometimes like look back, and uh, I found them Liberties ones, and I was like, oh, I'll re-edit them because <laughs> like, oh, it was also interesting to like re-edit, you know, like old files and yeah, like yeah, find yeah. out how like because because it won't have been big in terms of like no, file no. size and, and stuff. And there's not a lot you could you could do with them. So if right. they're like overexposed now, like Sony files, if you overexpose them, you could just totally bring them back. Yeah, it's it, just feels, it feels like cheating. <laughs> it's, it's so bad. Yeah. Um, then we're like. I mean, you could probably do more with like JPEGs these days than you could do with raw files back then. Right, <laughs> like it yeah, was like, yeah, it's, yeah. I was trying to recover some of them, and I was like, there was, n- there was no information. I was just like, that's so <laughs> anyway, yeah, um, I'd found all them. I don't know where I was going with all that. We were t- you were talking about stashing your hard drives, 
um, going through all your pictures, re-editing them for liberties and posting them on your Instagram. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, something quite, something quite Flickr. Oh, yes. I'd, oh, yeah. I'd, sorry. Yeah, I'd found them all. I yeah. found, found them all on my Flickr. Um, yeah, it was, it, was, it was really interesting. But um, when you were saying about the um, looking back like on the time capsule of the nightclub stuff, I do find it really interesting because um, even though my photos back then were like pretty shit, I find them, I don't know, that's how things were then. And, that, and that, like, I, f I feel like that was like, in trend then to edit the way that yeah, I was editing and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I always find it really interesting looking at, um, I follow a guy on Instagram. I can't remember what he's called now. I'll remember as soon as you stop filming this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, he posts loads of, like, um, nightclub photos from when he was a photographer, like, in the 80s and stuff. Right. And they were, like, they probably were, like, no better than what people are doing these days or yeah. what I was doing then or kind of what anyone was doing. Um, but because they're, like, old and because you... you because you see, like, the fashion change, the fashion, everything like that. Yeah, it's yeah. It's really, really interesting. Like, the cameras that so, shot on. Yeah, 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 I'm so glad that I've, like kept all them because yeah. I just think even though like it, it, like it, one it's kind of like humbling to look back and just think oh well like I was really bad and I thought I was really good and like that's <laughs> kind of like a reminder for me to like never get ahead of myself and yeah, you know what yeah, I mean yeah, yeah. Um, I think that's just like a, a teenage thing though isn't yeah. it that you like you think you're meant and that yeah and uh, obviously from being a total loser to like oh I've got a camera I can do oh it's something yeah. that someone's complimented me on oh like oh yeah I'm the best yeah, like yeah. Uh, yeah, I look back at my, my Facebook memories every morning as well, right? I've got, I'm, I'm on this like little routine thing at the minute where first thing in the morning, because I just remember it's the first thing I do, Yeah. I like look on my Facebook, um, look at my, you know, like where you can look back at your memories and see what you've posted on this day. Yeah. And I just delete everything. <laughs> just like, but like, because I, I think <laughs> I don't want to, um, yeah, I, I, do you know what? I see stuff now, right, that people are posting, like, um, like on TikTok and that, that like, 16, 17 year olds are posting it like, oh, it's quite cringy that, like, they're going to regret that. And then yeah. I look back at my memories and think, oh, God, they're really cool compared to me. Like, some of the stuff that I was put, like, some of the stuff that comes up, I'm like, I get like a hot sweat on my, it's probably, it's probably not a good thing. It's probably not a good thing to do first thing on a morning, like, completely overload your brain with like stress. With and anxiety. That. Yeah. But I, like, I sometimes look back and think, how did anyone from 2013, like, want to be my mate? Yeah, like, I just yeah, think, yeah. like, especially some of the stuff I posted. I think, like, some of it was, like, trying to be controversial, you know, because I just... That was, like... The yeah, that was what he did, yeah, yeah, yeah. Facebook. Um, yeah, I just, I just look back and I'm like, oh, some of them I screenshot and then I delete them. And some of them I just delete <laughs> them because I'm just like, I just want to forget that that was... I, like... I did it when I was maybe, like, 24, 25, I logged into my MySpace for a laugh. Right. And I was... MySpace, right, this is how old I am, but when I went to uni... I, I got a Facebook account when you could only get it with a, a university account. All right, like okay. The first like year proper OG. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. And when I went to uni, a lot of people were like, you get this Facebook thing, like, it's what everybody at uni uses. And then yeah. MySpace was, like, at its peak at the time. And I was like, what's this? I was like, I can't put a song on. Like, yeah. like <laughs> yeah, yeah, change yeah, my yeah. background in that. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so, like, basically, I was, so, I was still using MySpace for a couple of years. And then Facebook took over. I forgot about MySpace. I logged back in. And I did exactly the same thing. I went in my messages and I looked right. at chats that I'd had with girls. I was just like trying to chat birds up yeah. on MySpace. Yeah. And honestly, <laughs> it was hot. like, I'm like feeling it now. I just yeah. deleted all the chats. I wish I hadn't now because it would be hilarious to look back on them. Yeah. But like fucking 
putting raw faces and like you know like old school XD. emo yeah yeah so much and I was like I looked at them all and I was like I can't believe I and it, it worked you know what I mean yeah. <laughs> like it is it is strange <laughs> isn't it it's like a, it's like a it. different um it's like when you think of you know when people use stuff for kind of I know there's like a lot of controversial stuff obviously going on in the world at the minute and people look back and think, oh, it was like a different age and that. And yeah. Kind of even like looking back on like stuff that, like the way that people chatted people up. I, mean, I don't know if it was just yeah, a yeah, thing, yeah. you know what I mean? Using yeah, all the, the, yeah. the XD raw stuff. Yeah. But like, not, I don't think it's any more controversial than stuff to, today, but it's definitely like everyone's mindset was like so different then. Yeah. And yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's... that's I that's, we're all more confident. I yeah. feel like there's a lot, there's a lot of, and for good reason that, that people are talking about it and stuff, if they suffer with it, there's a lot of anxiety and a lot of like teenage depression and stuff. Yeah. And I feel like we were all just wild. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, like, it's probably, yeah. Like, it's funny not, not that bad really that everyone's kind yeah, of being yeah, like, yeah. oh, you know. It's probably a nice balance. Yeah. Yeah. I think about like, there's like tons I want to like touch on like, that you've, you've talked about there, but like one thing I think about at the minute is, like on Instagram, I feel like everybody, and I'm guilty of it, is like every reel, unless it's something like creative and nice, like something that you'd make, something that I'd try and make, like through Reap or whatever, is like somebody talking to the camera, telling somebody what to do. Oh, you should mm -hmm. do 50 press ups and then do this. Blah, blah, blah. Today, cut out carbs. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. oh, it's like what you should do with your money is invest it into this. And yeah. I'm like, I open up my phone and I'm like, who are all these fucking idiots telling yeah, me? And yeah. why do they think they're important enough to tell me what the fuck to do? Like, yeah. I'm really like, I don't know. It, and I, I don't mind some of it if you're searching for it. Like, YouTube videos, if I'm looking for, I was looking at, like, buying a, a T-shirt press the other day and I was like, there's an entire fucking YouTube library of videos of the best printers to buy and, like, all that. And I was like, that's amazing. That's super helpful. Yeah. When you've asked for help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the minute, I feel like everyone just thinks they're an authority on, like, the smallest subject. It could be, like, to be like, don't open your car door this way. Like, open it this way and, like, save it. And I'm, fuck <laughs> off. Leave me alone. You know what I mean? What happens to... And I... Like, I understand that the technology shifted, but I'm like, can you just make a nice video of, like, your dog's awesome? <laughs> it's weird, isn't it? Because a lot of it now, like, the, a lot of it is, I don't know, I think people do stuff for reactions as well. Oh, that, a lot that, of it, yeah. That yeah, is, yeah. Um, like, that gets the algorithm going and stuff as well. And yeah. people just do weird stuff now. For I saw, like, an advert for a jewellery company. I bought some... I was totally sucked in by it. But I bought like a, <laughs> I bought a ring the other day. I'm not, I, don't, I don't wear rings. Yeah. But, um, I bought one off this. You do now. Canucci or something it was uh -huh. called. It's like aimed at like roadmen kind of people. All right. So I have no idea why it was started coming up on my thing. <laughs> um, uh, anyway, there was this like ring with like a, a Japanese thing on it. And I was like, oh, that looks really cool. I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I was like, I sent a draw. I was like, oh, should I buy this ring? Will that look cool? Would I suit a ring? So like, yeah, yeah, go for it. So I bought this ring. And then all of a sudden, all these Roadman Canucci adverts started coming up on my thing, right? And then there was this this, this advert for like another jewelry company that was like a like a high end. I think it was Crafted Jewelry or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, kind of like affordable. I think I'm sure this sponsor that um, Diary of a CEO podcast. I'm sure. Oh that. right, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, I know what you mean. Anyway, yeah. they posted this advert, and it was just I can't really remember what it was, but it had like a, a hair overlaid on the advert. You know, like. Like, like a pube or something, <laughs> you know, like over it. And I was like, it was obviously done on purpose. Like an aesthetic like, thing, right? Okay, yeah. yeah. It, it, I think it, what it was there for, because all the comments were like, oh, 
there's a hair on the screen or, or weird, you know what I mean? But loads of people were commenting about it. And I was like, it's shown it to loads of people that had millions of views. And I'm like, how weird is it, right, that like a jewellery company that are like promoting nice gold jewellery, like yeah, look, look smart yeah, and all yeah. this. I'm going to put a pube over the advert to get people to... Yeah, to, yeah they've done that literally so weird. to get people to... Yeah, like it's it's such a... Why is that? Like, why, why, why as a society... Have we now, instead of like thinking, right, let's make an advert that like people, are, or, or let's post something on social media that's going to make people like, oh, this is nice. Or no, yeah. how are we going to get people's attraction? Pube on it. Like, yeah, yeah, what? yeah, yeah. It's, it's it feels like weird. the quickest shortcut. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because I, I, I have this battle a little bit at work, and like, long story, like for people that don't know, I, like I, I work for a marketing company do video production and we do client work and we do like in-house work as well. And I, like clients, what, what, what clients want and they'll have a product and they'll be like, can you make a, like a video out of this? And like, I'd, I'd love to have the time to like sit and craft an advert that's yeah. like, that really thinks out, like, you know, like, I like directors like Spike Jones and like, like people that really come up with like mad ideas. Mm-hmm. And I, and I throw them at a lot of, like, the internal stuff, and, and I get it when some people are like, I just don't think it's going to work. Yeah. But I'm like, that, that for me is, like, what, what these big brands and companies should be doing, but they don't. They just put a few on the They just put, whatever, they just put like, bait stuff on, don't they? Yeah. It's like, yeah, and, and yeah, I think yeah. people's... But you're like, they get, people's they get that attention spans as like, well. Yeah. Um, I've noticed when I've done, like, I've done a couple of reels, none of them have, like... There was, I think there was one of them from Outbreak Festival that like did all right. Yeah. Um, other than that, they've kind of not really went huge. But um, I remember that like one of the first reels, I spent a load of time and spent like two, three hours editing it in Final Cut and I put it up and it got like barely any yeah. thingy. I put a video up. Next one I, I did was another one that I'd spent time editing and I thought, oh, this will look cool. This will look nice and polished and that. Put it up. Didn't really do that well. Yeah. Like it was all right. I enjoyed doing it. Um, and then I put one up of just like me talking about what stuff is in my camera bag or something like that. And it like... Killed it. it well, it, it didn't go viral or anything like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it got like 10 times more views than the last yeah. one. I think it only got like maybe like 6,000 views, but it got way more than the last one. And I'm like, it took me like two minutes it's to do that. disheartening, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And it's kind of like, it's kind of like, it's, it's, it's where I'm stuck at a little bit in my head with video stuff at the minute. Uh-huh. Is like... Um, music videos or like wedding videos or whatever. And I, like, I'm not, I don't think that the world revolves, well, the world kind of does revolve around likes, doesn't it? But I don't think it should. And I'm, I don't obviously do stuff just to get likes or whatever. Yeah. But it's disheartening when you spend a lot of time on something, whether it be like a music video or whatever. And then because there's nothing baiting it or anything like that, mm-hmm. the algorithm just doesn't show it to anyone. It totally tanks. You got like 10 people liking it. Yeah. And then like, even though that doesn't matter because them 10 people could have absolutely loved it. And like, if you showed a video to 10 people and they were like, oh mate, that's so sick. You'd be yeah, buzzing like in the you? room. Yeah, but if it's sure. like yeah, just, yeah. A, just a little like, it doesn't feel the same. Yeah. And then, um, and then it, I don't know, it, gets to you like it feels like it, it probably shouldn't at all and it, it's so messed up but then I kind of think oh you know is my work shit like yeah is it even worth it like yeah, yeah. should I just I don't know like it's weird seeing people like posting just random I started getting like sponsored ads at one point for like people were sponsoring selfies and they were getting like a million yeah views on I've it. seen I, I was like what people with them have started to do so they'll like do a long form YouTube video, like a nine right. minute video, and they'll do that as an ad. 
so that like you know like most YouTube ads yeah. are six seconds and you skip. Yeah. It'll be like nine minutes. Yeah. And then and it counts the view if you if you watch this thing till the end. Right. So that like the pain for exposure to like get it into people's faces yeah. for their essentially vlog. You know what I mean? And yeah. you're like, it's so contrived. It's it's really really odd, isn't it? Like, yeah, it's strange. I, I, similar thing with with reels, where as like a video editor, like spend fucking ages like crafting these reels and putting <laughs> effects on them and stuff yeah and for ages they didn't hit and then we at, at work worked we shot a podcast actually with with um, the owner of the business mike and and this other guy who he's been killing it on tiktok and he thinks he's got the formula nailed okay for um he's got like hundred thousand followers he's been hammering tiktok for four months but in a very specific way so he does like two eight second posts a day and one thirty second post, and it literally anything It'd be like that mug. He'd be like, "It's a nice glass of water." TikTok, bam, that's yeah. one of his eight second posts. And then seeing this plant, that's one of his eight. Like just posting it as a reel. Just sorry on TikTok. On TikTok, yeah, 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 yeah. sorry. But yeah, yeah just posting yeah. it as a reel, yeah. Yeah. Um, and and that's his formula, and then does like a business related thing because he has like a a business that helps businesses get funded. So he figured out his nation and that's it. And he's got like 100,000 followers. Now gets paid for his TikToks. Yeah. I'm sure there's more to it than that. But um, but that's effectively what he did. So I was like, right, I'm going to take your thing. I'm going to test it out on TikTok. So for, and I couldn't do a full month, month in there because I just fucking couldn't be bothered. It was like, yeah. it, it drained me a bit. It, it, it feels like a lot, doesn't it? Yeah. It, like pressure as well. Yeah. yeah. So for, for two weeks, I think I did. I think I posted three TikToks a day, followed his formula and fucking the ones that hit there was no pattern to the ones that hit and the ones that didn't yeah. and then some of them I'd craft and make like nice didn't matter and then the one that blew up right yeah I took my daughter to a soft play and then and I, I forgot my socks and I was like I can't fucking run around here barefoot I was like that's minging so I had yeah. to take her out of the soft play so I literally got there I went to take my shoes off and I thought fuck I got in the car and I bought these shitty socks from Asda because they were 50p and they were like, they had like Love Art Donuts on them. Right. So I videoed that, literally just my sock, like my feet in these socks and put the caption on that I'd had to, I'd gone to a soft play, realised I had socks on it, I had to go and buy these shitty socks. Yeah. That went fucking viral. That went viral. <laughs> and I was weird, like, it? yeah. I was like, honestly, the stuff I've made. <laughs> like, all the hours you spent like editing and stuff. Yeah, that's, that's. I was like, and it was like some 50p socks. Like, yeah. and it's, but you can't, it's, I find it hard. I find TikTok is its own thing anyway. And when I I first got TikTok maybe 18 months ago for, for Reap, when I'm talking about Reap, people that don't know, like I have a Jiu-Jitsu clothing brand. Um, so I test loads of stuff with Reap because I can have like a lot of fun with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got TikTok 18 months ago, put up loads of polished content, yeah. tanked. It just all tanked. Yeah. And then I had to like revert it and would just like take a video in the gym of people rolling. Um, and then it started to do all right. Now, I think TikTok's getting so popular that you can put polished content on there again. Yeah. I think it's kind of coming back around and people are liking that a bit more on TikTok. But reels are always playing catch up to TikTok. So mm-hmm. I, just, I just copying, aren't they? Yeah. Like yeah, six yeah, months yeah. behind. Yeah. yeah. So, but now, but I, I just put it, I just put them on there anyway. And I, like I followed a photographer who put, he did 30 reels in 30 days. Um, so, it, um, Peter McKinnon? Possibly. Right. I can't remember. I just like I was watching I've, I've watched video a video of someone. I think it might have been Peter McKinnon, yeah. but I don't know. And um, so I did that on Reap, and it was really hard because I was like saying, like I, I struggled to 
edit on a phone anyway, yeah. you know what I mean? I like to. I hate it, man. I'm faster if I, even though I have to upload or like airdrop the videos or whatever, because yeah. I've been using video editing software same as you for so long, I'm faster. It's easier for me to just whip out my laptop and fucking do a bit and then, and then post it. So I did that on Reef for 30 days and it actually felt like the old Instagram. I started to get a bit of traction and get followers and people yeah. and get some exposure to a, a new audience. But that's a lot of effort. <laughs> yeah. Do you find as well on um, when I remember the first time I opened TikTok and I tried to make a video on TikTok, I was like, "What? What is this? Like nothing made sense." And I was like, "I feel <laughs> yeah. like, like when I, when I've been growing up and stuff, and like you always like all like all the generation don't get stuff, and yeah. you're like you're like explaining it, you're like it's so obvious, and they're like I just don't get it. That's what I felt like opening TikTok. I was like, oh." Well, either I'm getting old or this is, it just doesn't, it didn't make any sense. Yeah. And like now, if I make it, I don't use TikTok, but yeah. if I make a reel, I'll edit it in Final Cut because I'm just like, I can't, I don't understand. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, well, one of the theory I had about reels and TikTok, well, TikToks in general and reels in general, um, was that if I made a bit of content that looked professional, yeah, I found when I've been scrolling through Instagram, because there's so many ads there now, if something looks too professional, which is a bit weird for me to like, it's it's difficult for me to distinguish because obviously I follow all the photography accounts, so yeah, all the photography yeah, yeah. and it's usually quite good anyway. Yeah. If I see something that's an ad, I just think, no, I scroll past it because I just think, no, they're not getting more money. Yeah, <laughs> they yeah, probably yeah, still do sure. anyway because yeah, it was yeah. on there. But you know, it's just like a like rebellion. No, then I'm not yeah, looking at that. Yeah. Um, and I think when I've put like polished stuff on, people might, do the same yeah you might just think oh no it it, it, it looks too good it must like yeah, not too good yeah. do you know what I mean that sounds big but no, no, <laughs> you know no, like no, it's no. filmed it's on that. a proper camera it must be an ad like flick past it yeah whereas if it's like I don't know I've seen some I've seen some weird weird reels that where it's like someone putting something in a vice and that's it and it, like it's like 10 seconds long and you're like waiting for something to happen but I feel like because it doesn't look like an ad or something someone's probably watched that and then you look at you get to the end and you're like what and then it's gone back to the beginning so they get like the bonus bonus reach because you've watched it again and then people are commenting going what's this it's a load of rubbish so then they're getting the reach from that and it's just yeah. like it just it just makes no sense it just it makes me want to never edit another video <laughs> ever again to be honest with you it's such a weird place to be though as somebody who makes stuff somebody who makes stuff because yeah. I'm like I want to make nice stuff and I like I like to make high quality, good looking, like jujitsu gear. Mm -hmm. So like, if I make a shitty video, mm -hmm. I'm like that represents for me in my head. I'm like not a shitty video. If I make a video that is, doesn't look good aesthetically, yeah. I'm like that makes my brand look shit mm -hmm. because they're gonna look at the quality lazy. of the video and yeah. go, if that's the quality of it. And this might not be how people think anymore, but this is how my my head works. Yeah, I'm like, if they look at a shitty quality video, they're gonna think they're gonna get a shitty quality product. Yeah, and if you put up loads of shit videos mm -hmm. as somebody who makes money as a videographer, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's, it's not gonna book me to do a wedding. It's it, so yeah, counterintuitive, yeah. isn't it? You yeah. just like like the light, like the fucking there is no lighting. There's no setup. It's yeah. just like a phone. But I think all it does ultimately that whole kind of social media model, whatever you want to call it, algorithm, whatever, it just makes people feel shit. Yeah. And and it, it doesn't matter whether, like, you just, like, someone that uses Instagram and put up selfies or whatever, or, yeah. like, because Instagram obviously killed the reach lately, right? If you, I don't know, if, if you were something, someone, like, who's really self-conscious, 
and you put up loads of selfies because you get loads of people liking it and it's like yeah. validation. If them likes start dropping, you're going to like... You're gonna f- minute, yeah. yeah, yeah. You're going to just feel worse. So it's not good for them kind of people. It's not good for creators because yeah. they're just thinking none of my stuff's getting shown to anyone. What's yeah. the point? And it's like, I don't see... I don't see where it can go now from this. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, it's, I think we're in for like a, a really interesting couple of years of, of social media. Yeah. I'm going to go back to that TikTok thing. I, yes, is the answer. I did exactly the same. I opened up TikTok and it was like, it's like being overstimulated. Mm-hmm. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Like, and I was like, that video, and I was like, who's that? Like, yeah. it was just like, bang, 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 bang. I was like, I just was like, oh. And then I was like, I'm going to make a video on Premiere. Yeah. <laughs> I think it, ru- it ruins your attention span as well. Oh, as well, because it's like, like straight away, if, you, if you're bored of something, you just flick to the next thing. So I find it really difficult now um, to kind of, th- there's, a, there's a guy, oh, I can't remember, there's a guy called Sean Tucker who's got uh-huh. a YouTube channel. Right. And he was talking to someone on his channel, I can't remember who it was now. Um, and they were saying about like, the art of like documentary stuff uh-huh. is kind of totally lost on social media. Yeah. And he he did an example. He put up a post, um, and like it was just a like a, a woman walking next to some like old sign or something like that, um, and it was part of like a documentary series of photos, and he was basically made a point on the post that it will basically get no reach, which it didn't really. Yeah. Because people aren't going to look at it and be like, "That's cool," whereas like that actual post had more meaning and depth behind it. Than like, pretty much everything else that uh-huh. day on 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 Instagram or whatever, um, and it was part of like a thing saying about like mining communities or whatever, and it was some advert for like a mining ah, thing or, yeah. um, as a, like a whole like, um, like body of work like ten twenty photos or whatever, it tells like a really nice story, mm-hmm. but it's like there's no people don't have the attention to like look at that and and look at one photo and go right and... here's the next photo on Instagram, um. Let's see what this is about. Let's see yeah. what the story is about and stuff like that. Um, I st- it feels weird me now. I'm kind. Of, I've kind of had this thing where, um, kind of going back to the first point about like my kind of journey with it all, yeah. like through photography. I'm at the point now where I, I'm just bored of doing like commercially nightclubby stuff. Mm-hmm. I want to do stuff that like has meaning behind it. Yeah, and I'm in this really weird thing at the minute where like. I want to tell stories of my work, but I also know this is possibly the worst time in social media history <laughs> to do that. Um, yeah. But I feel like if I don't, I don't know, I have, I have this weird thing. I'm like flicking between things here, so sorry. No, no. Um, just like my brain just going all over. I have this weird thing where like, when I die, <laughs> when I die, it sounds really morbid, when I die, I want to leave behind stuff that people are going to look back on. Yeah. So going back to that photographer that I was talking about that took like rave photos in the 80s and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Them photos can be looked at in a hundred years' time and people are still think, gonna like stick to them in. Yeah, no yeah. one's gonna look at my photos of Iceland in a hundred years' time and think, Whoa, these are amazing. Because billions of other people have gone and took them same photos and will continue to take them same right. photos. Not that there's anything wrong with landscape photography. Obviously yeah, yeah, it has yeah, its place yeah, yeah. I really enjoy doing it. Um but I just feel like when I die, I, I don't think I don't I don't want kids. Um so I won't kind of leave behind that. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to leave behind like a body of work that yeah, people are going to look back on and yeah. think, whoa, someone did this, that's off it. Yeah. Um, I think that's kind of one of the things I like about my happiness project that I'm doing. Yeah. Um, that people are going to look back on them 
and like right now, it's nice for people to look at. Um, I'd like to think there's like a nice meaning behind it. Mm-hmm. I'm not taking any credit for it because it's obviously other people's stories. I'm just trying yeah. to tell them stories. But you're capturing him. Yeah. Yeah. But it's nice in a way for me because it's not like the work's not all about me. Yeah. So I don't feel like I don't feel like I'm putting up photos going, look how good these photos are. Yeah. I'm putting up these photos going, yeah. look how story. nice this person's story is. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I, I really like that. Yeah. Um, and I feel like they're good to look at now, good to read people's stories now. And I feel like in years to come, people are going to look back on that. And it'll be even more off it because have you ever seen that um, video of kids in like the forties talking about what they think the future is going to be like? No. And they're like all these proper posh like London kids. I think we'll have flying cars. Oh right, like, yeah, 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 I know what you mean. And yeah. it's like it's just off it to look back on. Just think yeah. that's what people were like, and that's what people thought, and then that's how they did. That's how they dressed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's how people the, dressed. Yeah, and yeah. there's so much to unpack from those videos, and yeah. I find them so interesting. Um, so yeah, I really want to. That's like moving forward. That's really wanna, where I want to take my work. Yeah. Down the route of cool. creating stuff that I can leave behind. Yeah. In years to come, and people can look back on. Yeah. And just be like, "That's off it." That's. I think that's what I want. <laughs> just, yeah. Just that reaction. That's off it. That's that's my my life goal. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a. I think, again, there's there's lots. I, th- I think we can unpack there about, but, but what you said, I think there's. I think that the happiness project, and I don't know if this was on purpose or not, but what I what I love about it is that in in a world of social media, and I want to talk about those things we talked about social media as, as well. Mm-hmm. In a world where often like negativity gets pushed because yeah. that gets an angry reaction, definitely. Um, like you putting out this this project, which is all about what makes people happy, and actually spreading happiness by doing it, um, is a really nice thing. <laughs> My dogs are making this like so much more entertaining. Um, yeah, it w- w- was like a really really refreshing thing to see. You know, you could have done the sadness project. Yeah. Um, and you didn't. Was was there a reason why you did the happiness project, and was that like a part of it? Yeah. So happiness. so in lockdown. Um, like lockdown, we should off it that one. I remember that. So um, yeah, I remember sitting um, in my house talking to like the three people that I lived with at the time. Yeah. Um, talking about like we saw this thing in China and it, and like and my mate Robin was probably freaking out, going, "Oh, what if it's gonna all come here?" And we were like, "We're all taking the piss out. We're going, mate, it's not gonna." Like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, it's gonna come here. And we're all gonna be like locked down, and everyone's gonna like yeah. And then that happened <laughs> so yeah, like yeah, yeah. that was like that was crazy um and it was weird right because like that um it, it was two weeks on it that's what we all got given it was two weeks and then everything's back to normal yeah um and that was like i remember thinking that's cool i can do anything i want in these two weeks yeah. literally yeah, yeah you don't have that like standard creator artist thing of like you can't i feel like i feel guilty if i'm not working yeah um i couldn't work yeah so that was great so I was kind of like, right, what do I like doing? And I was stopped playing PlayStation and stuff and doing all that kind of just chilling out and stuff. Yeah. And uh, I was kind of like, I like taking photos, but I'm just like, but what else do I like doing? Like, and I kind of like got really, like, sad. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say like depressed or anything like that, but I kind of got like a bit like sad that I couldn't like take photos and yeah. And then I, it kind of got me thinking about like, well, does it really make me happy taking the photos that I'm taking at the minute, which was yeah. basically just nightclub stuff? Because as you know, working in a nightclub, it takes over your life. The yeah. bedtimes, you don't get up at a normal time. You barely see anyone. Yeah. Um, and I was kind of like, what? 
I don't know what, what what does make me happy and I was like taking photos makes me happy like I need to go and take some photos and I'd thought about not that I was thinking about death in lockdown <laughs> it sounds really weird but I can't remember where I got onto like the thought process but I really got in, onto like the thought process of like I want to create a legacy yeah I actually think I watched a, um, a Sean Tucker video where he speaks to his granddad and uh, he's showing him photos from the war right, he's talking right. about these photos from the war and he's yeah. like oh and this is we did this and then he turns the page and you can see his brain going and he's oh and then this time we were in Hong Kong and this happened and this lad did this and I was like that's so nice to like you know like have meaning behind the photos yeah. rather than just oh yeah that was a cool photo that I took that was an Instagram banger that got 400 likes yeah I mean? like, yeah yeah it doesn't yeah. really like it's kind of it's it's um Instant gratification that doesn't last, is it? Do you know what I mean? It's uh -huh. not like... So, I was like, right, I'm feeling a bit shit. Like, the kind of the buzz of lockdown. Because it was kind of like, oh, exciting at first, wasn't it? Like, oh, we're all yeah. getting locked down. This is... This is well, like, I, like, I was like, I've got the time to work on the things that I've never had time to work on before. Yeah. Cause I, did I, you work on them? Yeah, I wrote a book. Oh, I, did you? I started oh, right, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was going to say, yeah, neither did I, but all right, fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> no, I did, yeah, because I was like, I, I, I couldn't fucking do anything else for a couple of months. Yeah. For the first couple of months, yeah, I was like, smashed it, and yeah. I was like, ah, I can't do this forever. Yeah. Like, and then I was, I was working at the university at the time, and they figured out there was like an amazing time where none of them knew, like, there's a lot of old people that work at the university. Right. None of them knew how to like work video conferencing software for ages. So I yeah. just had like a blank calendar for ages. So I just yeah. got fucking loads of work done. When gradually they all figured it out, and I was like, "Oh, here we go. He's on the meetings." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah. So um, I was kind of sat there thinking, right, what I'm going to do? I'm going to take some photos. Really need to kind of stop just sitting on PlayStation. Stop playing Warzone. That was what I yeah, yeah, yeah. Playing Warzone. Yeah. yeah, I played uh, a lot of Warzone as well. Yeah. Fair, yeah. Um, like me and my best player, Search and Destroy as well. Um, and that is the most toxic, probably, probably the, mo the most toxic game mode on the most toxic game of all time. And uh, yeah. it's really funny at first. And uh, it's really funny, you know, just getting up and riled up in the lobby and that. And then yeah, it starts yeah. to like, you come off and you feel stressed. And Absolutely. I'm just like, yeah, like your yeah. adrenaline's firing yeah. and that. It's mad, isn't it? Um, so anyway, I was kind of like, right, I need, I need to ha at least have a break from that when I'm not doing that. So I was like, right, um, I'm going to, do something. I'm trying to find. I can't take. Sorry, I can't take photos. So I'm going to do something that makes me happy. Uh, do some. Find some. Find something. Sorry, that makes me happy. So I looked online, like stuff to do. You know what I mean? Like just. I was bored with the lockdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. at the time, um, everyone's like, go to the gym, do some yoga, like meditate. Like, you know that makes you happy. That does. That. And I was like, I did some yoga for a bit, mm -hmm. um, and it was it was good. Um, kind of didn't really want to go to the gym. Not really my scene. Yeah. Um, and I was kind of like. That's just what everyone says, isn't it? Go to the gym, you know, get some exercise. And I was yeah. like, I don't really feel like I want to get some exercise. I want to take photos. Yeah. And it got, really got me thinking about like different things that different people have. Um, so, they, sorry, different things that different people have that that make them happy. And mm -hmm. so that's kind of where the idea came from. It was also kind of quite selfish because I just wanted to get out and take photos. Yeah, so that was my yeah. way of doing that. Yeah. Um, and I also kind of everyone. I think everyone had a bit of anxiety from just being stuck in the house. It's yeah, weird. Sure, it was like, yeah, yeah. I remember going to the shops and like people were going near me and I was like, ooh, don't come near me. Like, yeah. oh, I might have COVID. Masks. Like, it was scary at the time. I don't think anyone cares we're now. We're going to die. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It really was like, it, it really was that cool. Because they put that video out, didn't they? Um, of, I remember watching a, like a really scarily edited together video of like people just dropping to the floor in Hong Kong. And yeah, and they're like was dragging it in Hong Kong? bodies. Oh, it was in, in Wuhan, wasn't it? Not yeah, in Hong Kong. yeah, like dragging and bodies across the floor. Yeah, yeah. Just, stuff you like. I was just like, I was staring, I was like, whoa, this is like the real, this is like the plague all over again. This is like, <laughs> like scary shit. Um, 
and then obviously like people carrying like coffins in like um Italy and stuff like that and then that was before it came here and then it was like it's landed on in England and yeah. I was like whoa so yeah it was like everyone had like, a lot of anxiety with that so it was really nice to just like go out and meet people um one of the first people that I did I did my mate Ben um who had his dog just because I just thought right if I'm going to do this I'm going to do someone that I know really well yes to start yeah, yeah of course yeah, yeah um and then um Matt Sedgwick messaged yeah. me who I'd not spoke to really since we were we were in a band um, called we were in a band called Six Fiend, which was just it was so much fun, but it was just <laughs> awful. I remember I really wanted to be in a band really bad, but I didn't really know how to do anything than play yeah. like a drum machine, right? Like program drum machine. So we had like these crazy blast beat um, <laughs> drums, which were like it sounded awful. It sounded like a drum machine, right? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And yeah, we had, we it, we we just like fucked around and yeah. just. Yeah, created these stupid songs with like South Park samples in it, and that. It's just really <laughs> bad. Um, but anyway, I hadn't really spoken to him since those days, so it was really nice. Um, he, he said he did um, like powerlifting in his garage in Inglewood, right, so it was like not yeah, far yeah. from me. So I went and I had a really, really, really good catch up with him. Um, it was, I think I was there for like, I was only going to, I was like, mate, I'll only be there for like five minutes, and I was there for like an hour and a half. Yeah. Which got, got um, speaking about stuff, it was nice to like think back to like, because he was in The Escape Artist, which was yeah. one of the first bands I shot. Yeah. Um, and I came away from that and I was like, that was so nice. That was like really, really like, it made me feel so good. Yeah. Um, and then just, yeah, from then I was like, I really want to do this. Yeah. Started like photographing. A lot of it was like people my age, um, just because I felt kind of comfortable with that. Yeah. Now I'm trying to kind of branch out into like older people and younger people. Yeah. Which is like, I think it's scary because I don't have as much in common with them. Yeah. So... I don't have that much to talk about. Um, or, or at least before I go, I feel like I don't have that much to talk about. I, I get there on the shoot and I'm fine. Just it's just yeah, anxiety, yeah, yeah. do you know what I mean? But, um, I think so the things, I mean, I think I've probably looked at them all, like all, all posts, but the ones that really capture my attention are those, because I'm similar thing. Like, you know, I th- think about you, your network, me and my network, probably around similar ages and like interested in, certain things so then when you put up like an older person or like the little girl that you put up yesterday yeah like that photo of her with the binoculars yeah it's, <laughs> yeah. Like, well, it's class you know what I mean and, I, and it, it's really nice that it really gives it a bit of variety like well like it's nice that you yeah. got out your shell and got out your comfort zone a bit to do those yeah so I, I think I mentioned it to you when we were we did our shoot for it yeah um, but like the the goal of it is to make a book yeah and it's going to be sold 100% for charity nice so um, like to mental health charities because I feel like um, if anyone like the, the idea I had behind it was basically if anyone's like struggling and like find they're happy or whatever they can look like if they google it they will find gym exercise yoga eat healthy yeah, whatever yeah yeah some people might not want to do them things do you know yeah. what I mean they want to just I don't know make stuff get a dog or, yeah, or, or, yeah, or like yeah. um, metal detecting metal detecting or jet skiing or like yeah, yeah. get like um, there was a guy that I'd met which was one of my favourite ones that I'd done. I'd met him at a rave. Um, we were both not sober. Um, and we, like, just became best mates, like, as you can imagine. We were like, oh, yeah. And then um, I added him on Instagram. And then the next day, I kind of just totally forgot he existed and I'm sure he did the same thing yeah. about me. And I just had him on my Instagram. Do you know what I mean? It was just, like, one of them things where you just, like, you meet loads of people, and you know, when you're, like, out and you're wasted and you're just like, oh, and everyone's, yeah, like, yeah. everyone's your mate and that. I've messed up by a stroke. So, 
Yeah, so I, and and then his his thing was beekeeping, and he right. basically said that he needed something to kind of he, he had a kid Jeff. and he needed something to like distract him from like going out and like being on the session stuff right, like that. Right, right, right. Um, and that I, I just I don't know I felt like that was like a really yeah really nice so so like hearing people's stories like that all it does is just push me to like find more stories yeah, like that and yeah. find out people's reasons for it. Yeah. Can, you know like yeah it's just really nice to. Uh, to kind of get the whole kind of range of, of of stories, and yeah, hopefully people will read the book. Sorry, going back to that, I keep That's all right. my brain's just That's like okay. whoa. Um, so yeah, hopefully people are going to read the book, read all these things, and maybe like resonate with at least one of them, yeah. and try something new. And that might be the thing, like you know, like that might be the thing that saves their life. Do you know what yeah. I mean? If if they're feeling like kind of depressed or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, I didn't want to. I didn't want to make any profit off it or anything like that. Uh-huh. I just wanted it all to charity and all nice. the mental health charities. So yeah, even yeah, people yeah. who aren't struggling are going to buy the book. All the profit's going to go to charity. So ultimately, it will still help people. Yeah. Um, do Do you have a number? Like, do, do you know when it's going to when you're going to put it out or anything? So it or? Was, my my initial number was twenty thirty people. Yeah. Um, I think I've done about sixty. I was people going to now. say you've done a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm very aware that the more people that I do bigger the book's going to be yeah the more expensive it's going to be to make the book yeah the more work it's going to be for me <laughs> to do it yeah but i don't want to yeah. stop so um i might good spin in the volumes jesse yeah i mean i think i'm i think i want to there's a there's a, a, a there's a number of like like little goals i want to hit before i put the book out so yeah. i want to do a couple more older people um i would like to photograph um someone who is refugee nice. who's come over here and nice. doesn't have a lot of stuff yeah. um you know just just someone I, I really like the idea when i when i did um one of the old people i did was my grandpa uh-huh. and he was saying about doing jigsaws and stuff yeah. yeah yeah and then it's really interesting to see like the younger people someone just like oh extreme mountain biking or something and it's like it's weird to see that like people that are grown up they're not they don't need to, that thrill. Do you know what I mean? They don't like yeah. people our age. A lot of them are quite like um, high adrenaline things or something like that. Mm-hmm. Whereas like obviously you're just scrapping people on it. <laughs> so like whereas like older people and like younger like the the um, the last I did the other day, um, but was metal detecting, found yeah. a treasure on a beach. Yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. if you give someone our age a metal detector and a beach, they'd probably like try for two minutes, minutes, not find anything, yeah, and they'd be like, yeah, yeah. "This is boring." Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Um, so it, I find it really interesting to see like the different things, and I feel like um, like someone who's at a refugee and they've come here and they've not got a lot. Um, they probably, especially if they've like come from like a war torn country or something, they're probably just really appreciative to just have shelter yeah. and stuff like that. I, I feel like that's really important to um, yeah, yeah. to document that and to kind of uh, you know have that thing where people you don't need to buy. A jet ski. I keep saying jet ski and no one said jet ski. So I don't know why I've got that in my head. You don't need to buy like a, uh, like a, I can't think. No, a jet ski. Motorbike, fast yeah. car. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, you don't need yeah. to spend like a whole lot of money. Um, some people's are just something really simple. Yeah. Um, what are the, what are the other? It's nice to put that back in this perspective yeah. for people, isn't it? Yeah. I want to get more like a bit more like diversity in the project as well. Yeah. Um, a lot of people I've just photographed at the minute are just like kind of, people young, young my age dudes. like white, white people my age <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah and um yeah. a lot of it is I've, I've not i've tried to i've put it out on instagram um and I've, I've basically 
mainly really just photograph people who've come to me. Yeah. So now I'm trying to kind of like fill in the gaps with like making it kind of a true representation of yeah. like our society and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I think that I think I think you'd be able to do that though because now you've got a body of work. You've got examples. Yeah. So look, this Definitely. is what I want to do. So yeah. I think people will resonate with it. Do you know who else I really want to photograph as well? And do you know what? I, I just I don't know if it's going to even happen. But the, my goal for I don't know why it was my goal for the project was. Um, I don't even, I can't remember what he's called now. The goalkeeper for England. <laughs> what was he called? What's his name? I don't know. Jordan Pickering. Yeah. Is that yeah, right? Yeah. I think so, yeah. Pickford. Pickford. Jordan Pickford. That's the one, yeah. It's like I watched the World Cup. screaming yeah. at this. Uh, yeah, I know, yeah, sorry. I, I, I don't. Um, I'm not a football guy. Yeah, so. um, I just watched the World Cup. I, I remember seeing him, um, like, say... Cause, did you watch the World Cup? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel like I, I, I don't like football, but the World Cup's like the one... Um, I feel like it's the one... Um, I'm so wrong in saying this, by the way, but in my head, it's the one time all of England comes together. It's not, is it? Because everyone still argues about like football fans. Yeah, no, but I know what you mean. But do you know what I mean? It's like yeah. everyone, everyone wants the same thing. Everyone yeah. wants them to win, even if you like football and you're not like football. Because I don't care about football. Yeah, I still want them to win because it's like it's England in it. It's yeah. like it's it's nice. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone um, gets behind. Obviously, it. there's people that take it way too far. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, which is the side that I hate about football. Yeah. But um, yeah, I remember seeing him save them goals and that, and I just think that's f- football. Like football fans, like, save them goals and that. Yeah, <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? Like he did well, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. And um, I just I remember watching him on the TV, and I'm like, I'm gonna get him for my happiness project. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And do I, it. I feel like I promised myself I'm gonna do that now, and I've not even made any progress on trying it. Um, but that's okay. Like I say, I think because I you've got a body of work, and you're obviously clearly like uh, yeah. you can take a good photo. I feel like I'm going to let myself down if he's not in the project. I've, I've like it's so toxic, like that I've put on myself this. But I feel like the book is not done until I've yeah, got him. It's like, yeah, it's 2040. I'm, I still need to get him from my the book's not coming out yet. It's funny. <laughs> I have like a list of like people that I'd, I'd like to have on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Range it, and they like there's like maybe 20 or 30 of people that are like within my network. Right, some you know, some like a little. It'll be a bit harder than others, and then there's like four or five which are like completely ridiculous. Right, like celebrities. But I'm like, who are the who are the like big dogs? So, off the top of my head, one of them is Paddy Pimplet, the UFC fighter. Right, yeah. But he's just. I feel like I've missed the boat because like six months ago I would have got him. He's friends with some like lads that I know that train in Middlesbrough. Right, they've been on his podcast, but he's been taken on by this organisation called Barstool Sports, who've like. He's just right. been on Mike Tyson's I podcast. think I've seen some of their like, viral videos or something. Yeah. I, I recognise the name. So he's just been on like Mike Tyson's podcast and I'm like, fuck, I think I've... Missed. You <laughs> right, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. And, um, and then the other one, I was like, Sam Fender would be right. really cool. Yeah. But then he's like, you know, again, like I had that thought and he was like, oh, I'm going to play St. James's Park twice to fucking 60,000 people or whatever. And I'm like, yeah. I think I've missed the boat with him as well. No, <laughs> like think, last year he's played the Georgian <laughs> You know I mean? tell you what, right? If you get Sam Fender on the on the podcast, tell him I've got a roll of film of his. Right. I've been trying to message him about it, right? Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. a really weird, like totally totally random story. Um Elvana, the band, the Elvis yeah, Nirvana, Elvis from Nirvana yeah, yeah. tribute band that I photograph for, they rented out a tour bus. Uh-huh. Uh, like a, a minivan. And there was a camera on the minivan that had been left there from a band before. Right. And I saw it and I was like I need to get it developed. I need to find out the owner. If if I'd had a, a disposable camera, I've left it somewhere. I'd want someone on to a tour bus. Yeah, on a tour yeah, bus. Yeah, I'd want yeah. someone to develop it. So I developed it. I didn't have a clue who Sam Fender was at the time. I put the photos on Facebook, and I was like, "That's Sam Fender. That's Sam Fender <laughs> in his band." No way. And like, I have a full roll of film of his. I only put a couple of photos on. I didn't want to like. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. yeah. There, were, there was like 
photos of people like there, there was photos of like certain people with other people and I was like I don't want to cause any drama I don't know who these people are I don't want to get like I don't want to get like some fenders manager on the phone and be like, take them down do you know what I mean like I don't know yeah um but yeah if, if he comes on the podcast tell him I've got a role of film I, I tried to message him and right. it, went, it obviously went to his requests yeah, yeah and there was a couple of people that like know of him that I said I'll tell him and they were like yeah yeah, yeah I will and then they didn't which is fine do you know what I mean um if I if I end up yeah, it's a probably it's a long shot. If I end up booking him for the podcast, I'll yeah, I'll send you the down. film right, and you can blackmail him. Come on my podcast, I'm releasing <laughs> these releasing photos. I don't know who these yeah. people are, but I'm releasing <laughs> them. Uh, yeah. So yeah, but um, how I mean, like thinking about like like YouTube's and that. How are you finding like you've put a couple of videos on YouTube now? Yes. What What have they been about? What, so how are you finding that process? It's horrible, mate. It's, it's horrible. <laughs> it's hard, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. What well, it is, right? So, um, about a year ago, I started watching, um, started watching podcasts. Um, my mate Tasha, that lives in Australia now. Yeah. Um, she sent me a Joe Rogan podcast with, um, is it Michael McConaughey? I don't know if I got his name right. The actor, the cowboy actor, you guy. Yeah, Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she sent me a Joe Rogan podcast with him. Yeah. Um, I'd never watched a podcast in my life. Before. Right. I didn't know who Joe Rogan was. Um, and I watched that and I was like, I can't remember what he was saying on it, but I felt really inspired by it. Yeah. It's a, um, it's a good episode, yeah. I've yeah. listened to it, yeah. Um, and then I started watching more Joe Rogan podcasts and I was like, I love podcasts. Podcasts yeah. are sick. This is cool. I've yeah. never, I never thought about this before. Podcasts are sick. Yeah. Um, then I started watching like YouTubers um, and I started watching like a few of like the YouTubers that like I'd naturally came across were ones that were photographers that I already followed on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I started watching them and I just, it seemed like all of my favourite photographers on Instagram, <laughs> all my favourite <laughs> photographers on Instagram had a YouTube channel. Right. So it was kind of like, it was sort of like, um, maybe I should have a YouTube channel. Um, Instagram obviously was at the point I've established was just, it's just the reach is dying. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So I was like, I need to branch out. YouTube seemed like the kind of like natural progression, mm -hmm. but um, as someone like I say, it was <laughs> as like I say, someone who was like I had anxiety. Yeah. It was. Do you know what? I didn't think it'd be as bad as what it was until I put the camera on and I started yeah. recording. And I was like stood in the shower and I was going through. Um, I thought at first I'd put a a, a, a video. Up. My first video was just why I'm starting a YouTube channel. I felt like I needed to explain myself for some weird reason. Yeah. Um, I feel like um, the northeast. It might just be it. Might, it might just be the whole country, but I feel like the northeast. Um, a lot of if I've done something that's a bit like out there, I feel like people aren't necessarily super supportive. In mm -hmm. general, I'm stereotyping. There is a lot of people who are very supportive. It's an England um, thing that we will. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like people people just kind of judge you a little bit mm -hmm. or kind of talk about you for doing something that's a bit like um for trying yeah yeah, yeah. setting up a um, business yeah 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 whatever it is yeah. um so i felt like i needed to explain myself i guess subconsciously so i was like right i'm gonna put a video out of why i'm doing a youtube channel um stood in, stood in the shower the morning i was gonna do it and i was like yeah i'm gonna say this, this is what i'm gonna say i was like talking yeah. out loud i don't know if i don't know if you ever do that yeah yeah yeah, that. yeah um and I was kind of going through it and I was like, yeah, I got this, easy. Do you know what I mean? I sat down, I put the camera on, I had my light on, um, sat down and I was like, you know, kind of getting the framing right and everything like this. I was like, this is easy, sorted, got this. <laughs> Went over, pressed record, sat down, 
mate, I was, I, I was, I was bad. I was like, I was sat there and I was doing takes and I do a take. Right, I, I'll, I'll try and run through it like what I do. I'd be like, hi everyone, so um, welcome to our YouTube. And I was like, oh. And then I'd, I'd sit there and I'd go, oh, what are you doing? Shut up. And then I'd be like, hi everyone, welcome to our YouTube. Oh, everyone. I'd be like, yo. And I'd be like, what? <laughs> and I'd like I'd say this out loud, yeah, yeah, as yeah. if there was someone watching me. I was like, nobody's gonna see this. Like, yeah. like. I don't know, it was weird. It was, And then I'd go over and I'd turn the camera off and I'd sit there and I'd run through it. I'd turn my light off and I'd run through it. And I'd be like, oh, this is what I'm going to do. It's fine. And I'd go over the press record and I couldn't do it. And it, it's so weird because I'm editing the video. It's not like... Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I think one of the reasons I was scared coming here today is because I'm not editing it. So like, I was like, <laughs> oh, what if I kind of like... What if I'd like choke? Do you know what I mean? And I'd yeah. like, oh, I don't know what to say. Um, yeah, like... So... Just terrifying. Um... And then what was even worse was after I'd done it, watching it back, and I was just cringing and so bad. And editing it is hard, um, yeah, yeah. And I sat on it for like maybe two months, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, and I was I was scared to even like edit it and, and look at it. Um, and like Joe, who I live with, been with her for three years, honestly, like she's the most supportive person. She knows everything about me. Um, I tell her whenever I'm feeling anxious or like whatever, and she's like ultra supportive, do you know what I mean? can completely be myself around her. And I was like terrified about her watching the video. Yeah, yeah. I was really scared. I was like, what if she's gonna think that I'm being weird? Because obviously like I was trying to like, I was trying to be myself, but yeah. I've also kind of got to appear confident, which I'm not. Of course, yeah, yeah. Um, and I was kind of like, oh, what if Joel watches it and judges me? And I'm like, that's such a weird thing to think because of all the people in the world, she never judges me. And yeah. I know that, do you know what I mean? So. Yeah, it was it was really scary, and as soon as I showed Joy, like I, I filmed it and edited it. I, fil I filmed it, waited like two months, edited it, waited like two weeks. I had to wait until she was out the house because to even edit, because I was like, what if she's upstairs and she hears? And even like when I was editing, I put I had my headphones in, so I was like, what if the neighbour listens? And I was like, well, this is so stupid. <laughs> um, so edited it, and I remember showing Joy, and I was just so scared. Like when she was watching it, I was cringing so bad watching it back. And like it finished, and she said that was really, really good. And I just immediately just felt this whole like weight just yeah, lifted because yeah. I, I could tell like she would say if it was yeah if it needed. Do you know what I mean? She wouldn't probably yeah. go in on me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But she would be like, I think you should do this. Yeah. Um. And I just felt like this, and I was like, you know what? I'll put it out, and I put it out, and I was like, oh, the whole like it, it was all, it was like all over again. Um. And honestly, like. I think I got like maybe like 30, 30 odd people commented on it because I put nice. it on my Instagram. Thirty people commented on it, and I just felt like really like emotional. I was like, "Oh my god, like this is yeah." Like people going back to like the the unsupportive thing and why I kind of think it was a northeast thing. There's a lot of people that I've met at festivals or I've met at jobs that are like not up up north and stuff, um, and they they seem they tend to, as a general rule, be the people that are like most. Um, supportive of me on Instagram like if yeah. I put a post up I can kind of like if I get a comment and I kind of I know kind of who the, the the people who usually comment on it yeah and I like I really really appreciate it it's really like I really like truly feel supported yeah and like when them people went on my YouTube video and said that I was kind of like even though I don't really know these people I feel really attached to them because I feel like they're my, like my support network and stuff yeah. and um yeah I kind of had that whole kind of um, what are my mates going to think? What are kind of what are people I know going to think? What if my parents see it? What are they going to think? Because um, like my mum especially, my mum knows really well. But my, like I, I'm not 
as close with my dad. Yeah. Um, he, he doesn't have social media. He probably never see. It. He probably doesn't even yeah, know that. Yeah, I've yeah. Put YouTube video out, but I kind of think, oh, what if he's gonna see it? I don't know why I was thinking that because I, I was kind of just being myself, like maybe just a more confident version of myself. But um, it really, really scared me. And then it was like, right, no, I need to do another one because yeah. it didn't have any meaning. My first one, one yeah, did it. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was literally just me saying, hi, I'm making a YouTube channel. I'm yeah. gonna do this and I'm gonna do that. And now I have to keep my promises. Do it, yeah. yeah. Um, and then I filmed. The second one I filmed was uh, what camera should you buy? Because I feel like it's one that a lot of people ask me, what camera yeah. should I buy? I filmed it and I was so scared. To, uh, for some reason, I was really, like, the, it wasn't as bad as the first time, but I still felt really awkward about putting it out. Yeah. And I sat on it for so long. It was like maybe three weeks. Canon released um, the R7 and R10, like, mirrorless cameras. Yeah. But they're, like, crop sensor mirrorless cameras. Yeah. So perfect for beginners. Like, and I was like, well, I can't put that video out now because I haven't said about them cameras and, like, <laughs> everyone's going on about how, how perfect them cameras are for beginners right. and I'm sat there talking about some, like, camera that's, like, two months out of date, like, do you know what I mean? Like, I, I've missed the boat on it and I just I just deleted it and I was like, right, okay, got to start again. Yeah. But the more I do it, I am feeling better and I feel like it's really... Like, I would never have come on a podcast. <laughs> I would never have come right. on a podcast before. Yeah, yeah. So, like, low-key, like, as much as it is scary, it is really helping my confidence. Yeah. And I feel like um, when people are kind of like, I don't know, I feel like the whole not um, people not supporting me, I don't think people aren't supporting me. I think it's weird. I don't, I don't know. what what. So what are your thoughts about this whole England? Well, so, so the reason I said like England is like the people that you mentioned that are like support you that you met like on jobs in, in other places yeah. are perhaps... People that are like have had that support in their chosen industry, so I don't know if they're photographers or creatives, but they're probably working. They probably earn half decent money and have had had to fight a little bit to get there and got some support along the way. Yeah. So they're in a position where, like, they'll give that support back, like right. you would, like I would. Yeah. I think. I think it's it it's an England thing because like. There's bits of it's not just the northeast. I think it's an economic thing. I think is is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. So I think when there's where there's places where people don't have a lot, which is lots of pockets of England, not just the northeast. Yeah. Because um, I've seen it and felt it a lot. You know, putting podcasts out like a, a years ago, people just being like, "It's a bit weird." Like having a YouTube channel. Yeah. Like, What's he doing that for? It's a bit yeah. shit. Oh, it's a bit awkward. I, yeah. I got messages from people saying, "What are you doing that for?" Really? Like years ago. Right. I had, I had one guy, and this I've mentioned this before, and this wasn't like a nasty thing, but he, he was just like, he was like, why are you doing it? Like, do you want to be a radio presenter or something? Yeah. And I was like, oh, you just don't get it. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, you're you're not gonna get this for a while, but like, yeah, it's it's like a, a crabs crabs in the bucket is is what it's called because if if you put a lot of crabs in a bucket, if one tries to get out, all the other crabs drag them back down. Right. Okay. I've never heard of that, but that's crabs in the bucket mentality. Right, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So and and I think I think it comes from people being insecure because they've perhaps not done well. Yeah. And they see somebody reaching and trying to ideas above the station, yeah. you know, do, doing a little bit well, and they want to drag them back down because. Yeah. They might have wanted to do that, but they haven't had the confidence or they haven't got the skills or, or for whatever reason, they've not had that opportunity. Or, they, you know, if you were if you were in a pub with, like, 30 blokes and you're like, oh, 
you know, you were going to the footy and I'm proper generalising here, but yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, I, know like, I think I'm going to start a YouTube channel about like the footy, like Borough or whatever, to be like, what are you on YouTube? Who, who do you think you are? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and that, that is an England thing yeah. and I don't get it. I think go to America, was, it's the opposite. I think that was my worry with it. I didn't want people to think that I was trying to be more than what I am. Yeah. Like, I don't know, I, I feel like... But to, to counter that, you have every right to be better. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like we yeah. all do as, as yeah. humans and I know that's not why you started the YouTube channel but it's funny, isn't it, that because I thought like that, putting starting Reap, I thought everyone at Jiu-Jitsu was going to laugh at me. It's taken me two years to get, well, not two years, but like now, if, like lots of people in the gym want to buy my stuff off me, which is yeah. really nice. That's cool. But for a long time, I felt like a little bit of resistance from people in there because it was a bit like, oh, well, you're doing that. Is it any good? Yeah, you know I've I mean? I've noticed like, and I I don't I, I genuinely don't think any of them mean it in like a bad way. Yeah. But I've noticed that it's not usually like my closest friends that are the most supportive. Right. Um, okay. It almost feels like I'd like to think it's not like a, a jealous thing or anything like that, or, or like a yeah. trying to kind of. I think I don't know. I think it. I think it's awkward. I think it's like an awkward thing, um, where I don't think it's normal for people here to like compliment other people. Yeah. Um, whereas I went, Whoa, hi. <laughs> yeah. So um, when I, I visited my mate Tasha in Australia. Yeah. Um, in 2017 yeah and one of the things that like struck me most about about there yeah people like she was she was working I think she was working for Oxfam at the time mm -hmm. um, and I went for two weeks and she could only get one week off so I spent one of my weeks just exploring with my camera yeah. taking photos around Brisbane um, people kept stopping me in the street and like complimenting me on my tattoos and stuff right and then they would like like someone said oh they like my hair or whatever and then someone said um, some old guy sat on a bench was asking me about my tattoos and he's like oh he had like some cans of cider and he was like oh do you want to come and sit with me and chill and I was like you know what I've got nothing to do yeah, yeah, I will, yeah. I'll come and sit and sit with you um, so I sat with this old guy like this literally <laughs> this, this old guy and he was showing me his tattoos that he got in, in prison or whatever and he was like yeah. kind of like a Tweety Pie and stuff you know yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and all this and asking me about my life it was, it was weird really right because he was going on about um it was his dream to visit England. He watches right. watches home on the country every night, and it's his dream to visit England. It's the most beautiful country, and I'm like, mate, it's shit. That's why I've come to Australia because yeah, this is this yeah. is the dream. This is the and he's like, yeah. nah, this is shit. Like England is the dream, and I'm like, that's so weird, so weird. Um, but um, yeah, I just noticed there. Everyone was just very open to like compliment you, and yeah. everyone seemed like very much on like bigging people up, uh, and like whenever I speak to Tasha on the phone. Like she was like that anyway when she was here, but even yeah. more so now. She's always like, like super like complimenting everything I'm doing yeah. and, and saying. I think she was one of the people who actually said like, do a YouTube channel, do a podcast and right. and stuff. So, um, yeah, I d maybe you're right. It is just like an like an in England thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's I'm very much like I like complimenting people. I feel like um, in terms of my kind of progression from being like a nightclub photographer that kind of just was like, yeah, this is what I do. I'm just going to make some money mm. to like now where I feel like, oh, I'm a, I would like to see myself as like a documentary photographer. I can do this. Like it's yeah. cool. I can, I can go, I can ask these people and I can turn up at this job, photograph someone I've never met in my life. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm a photographer kind of thing. That's, yeah. that's what photographers do. I feel like a lot of that, um, was accelerated by 
um, certain compliments that certain people have given me. Yeah. Um, there's like maybe like three or four compliments that people have given me in the past that have felt like very, very genuine yeah. and that have kind of been totally from like a really like wholesome place where <clears throat> they're not like, they're not just going, oh, I'm going to compliment you because I, I want you to think I'm a really nice person. Yeah, they genuinely yeah, like yeah. come out and give me like a really nice, like heartfelt compliment or, um, and there's been a couple of interactions like that that I've had with people. And like, I feel like maybe it's just down to like the situation at the time and like what I'm doing at the time to whether, I don't know, do you know what I mean? Maybe it's just a, a situational thing, but I feel like certain compliments can give certain people so much confidence um, and completely like change their life. Yeah. Um, and kind of just pushing someone like, um, say if, if, I don't know, someone is, a, someone's kind of just coming up up and coming, doing photography. Um, I will always message them and say, like, mate, your work's really sick. Yeah, like, yeah, you yeah. should, you should, you know, have you ever thought about doing this? Because you would do really well at it. Like, yeah. I wouldn't, wouldn't lie to people, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I yeah, you, yeah. You've got to be honest with people. Um, but I, I think that it's really important to um, make people aware that they can do much more than what, like, society is telling them that they can do. Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. I, th I think, like... Thinking about this podcast, actually, that, and thinking, you know, the way we talk about numbers and stuff on Instagram, and like realizing there's people behind it. Like, you know, I check the views of the, of, of the podcasts and stuff, and the listens on on Spotify and that. But there's a couple of people, like literally two or three, that will often say to me, "Oh, I listen to your podcast. It was a really good episode." Yeah. And I'm like, that makes me pick up the phone and book another guest. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, right, right. When is my next one? Right. It's cancel on Eddie. Let's fucking start it out because someone's, and I'm like, you know, there might be, you know, the podcast get like a few hundred views or whatever. Yeah. But you don't correlate that to two, to those people liking it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Definitely. But when yeah. somebody says, even if it's a comment on Instagram, like, oh, great. Listen that. Like, yeah. Nathan Demoralizer messaged me and he's a, like class and he's, he's always like, chatted to me and Curtis Lords, he recorded Race CP and stuff, but he messaged me saying, oh, you and Curtis like bounce off each other like really well, like yeah. I really enjoyed that. And I thought, fucking hell, and I ain't heard from Nathan for ages. And I was like, that means, you know, I'm talking about it now, like that, yeah. it means something, doesn't exactly, it? Exactly, yeah, like, it sticks with you and it gives you like, I feel like when, in times when you kind of need a bit of a confidence boost, you can think back to them things. Like they will, yeah. they will, your, your brain will naturally kind of like take you back to that and just think, no, you know it? what, like, yeah. there's no reason that person said that to me other than, because yeah, they, they think it's it. true. Yeah, do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. It's they, not like they're a, not getting anything from it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They didn't go, oh, uh, I really love your video that you're doing. By the way, um, we, you know, I want to do a video like that. Can you give me a discount? Do you know what yeah, I mean? It's yeah, like it's yeah. not it's not like that. It's literally people. Some of the people as well that like I'd never even spoke to. Yeah. Um, like someone had, uh, I, I did some photos the other day of um, the Queen, the Queen's funeral yeah, at Eldon Square. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that was like one of the first things other than my happiness project where I've gone out and I'm like, right, I'm a documentary photographer. That's I need good. to start documenting do stuff. Yeah, yeah. I want to take photos of this because I feel like people are going to look back on it. And the, even though it's not in London, do you know what I mean? Like, there's, there's obviously other people that are doing that work in London and I've seen some amazing photos from that. Yeah. Um, I want to document it up north yeah. and I didn't think there was anything going on in Millsborough. So I was like, right, I'll go to Newcastle. It's just yeah. on the road. Um, and I put them photos out, and someone, I put them on um, on Facebook in a in a group, and someone had commented saying, "These 
something like these photos are going to be very valuable to certain people in later on in life or something like that. Oh, these people, oh, I can't remember exactly what it was. It yeah. was basically saying like these, uh, one day these photos are going to be very valuable or something like yeah. that. And I read that and I was like, that is such a huge, to me, that was such a huge compliment because yeah. that is everything that I set out to like, that, that, is, exactly that is my goal. Yeah, that is yeah, what yeah, I wanted. Yeah. Like I want people to look back on that. And while I went out and took them photos and I kind of, I don't know, do you ever do that thing where like you overplan something even though you yeah. have no idea what it's going to be like and you have yeah. like an idea of it and then you get there and it's not like that. And even though you've come home with something good, it's not what you thought it was going to be. Yeah, it happens most times to pick up a camera. Yeah. yeah. And I had I had that and I was like, I'm happy with what I got, but I, I really wanted this shot. I really wanted a shot yeah. of this. But obviously like, didn't happen yeah. so I couldn't get it do you know what I mean like yeah, it's, it's, yeah, yeah. it's stupid to overplan it because it's like it's not something like if you were doing a fashion shoot or whatever I really want to photo the model doing this like you go and you have you have yeah, control of that you can do you, it yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there's so stupid planning documentary stuff because you don't know what it's going to be like especially if you're walking into like a situation like that, that you know, I didn't even know if there's any gonna, um, I didn't even know if there's going to be anyone there yeah so um yeah, but honestly, like coming home and being like, mm, well, you know, I'm happy with these photos. I put them online and I got like a really good reaction to them, which was yeah. which was great. Because, um, like I say, it was something that was I really, it's something that I want to do more of. Yeah. But yeah, just seeing that one compliment that that person didn't have to go out of the way to do. Yeah. Um, it just meant so much, and now I'm just like, right, I want to do more. What's that the next I've clearly one? I've I've set out I've done what I set out to do. Yeah. And I feel proud of myself for doing that. Yeah. Um. And that's just giving me like a massive confidence boost. I feel like if more people authentically complimented other people, I feel like some people get lost, that meaning lost people. Some people like, in, in I don't know, I feel like if we went out and, uh, I was thinking about doing like a, a reel um, a while back saying um, there was something where Instagram had totally killed everyone's reach. Oh, what, had they, what had they done? They'd um, switched the... <laughs> dog's creeping on me um, they'd switched it to that new TikTok layout you know where it like flicks yeah 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 and, I, and everyone was kicking off about it yeah. and I was like need some confidence I was going to do a reel that basically said look instead of everyone um, like having a really shit day about the new algorithm why not go on Instagram and just send someone a message and complimenting yeah yeah and I like I challenge people to send someone a compliment and I was like no, because loads of lads are gonna just like start messaging loads of lasses, loads of creepy stuff, aren't they? I was like, that's not gonna, that's not gonna translate very well. Like, so I, I feel like it needs context. Like, yeah, but you're right. It, the, the but then that's nice that's a compliment that's aimed at like they want something from it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like people should compliment like that that guy, um, like some guy walking past me in the street in Australia that went, "Oh, nice tattoos," and then walked off. Yeah. That, not going to get anything from it. It's he's just, never going to get that. Yeah, he just yeah. literally wanted to do that. Like, you know, seeing someone in Tesco and going, oh, I love that top. Yeah. And walking away. Do you know what I mean? That feels, it feels so nice because it's like, they're not doing it for any, they're not, they're not trying to get anything from you. Yeah. Um, you feel good and, and they feel good. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. yeah. Eddie Maynard, where can the people find you? Um, so, Instagram at Eddie Maynard, E-D-D-Y, because everyone spells it with an I. Aye. Yeah. <laughs> My fault for spelling it. Do you know I just spelling it away in the, in the, uh, yeah, <laughs> the first place. Um, so, yeah, Instagram, Eddie Maynard. Twitter, I don't really use Twitter, but yeah. it's Eddie Maynard. 
um, and then YouTube. Eddie Maynard. Eddie Maynard. <laughs> Literally yeah. just uh, yeah, I think that's it. I, I I have a V-Raw as well. Now everyone's switching to V-Raw, aren't they? I don't know what that is. Apparently it's like this huge thing where photographers are. All right, okay, that's nice. Sacking off Instagram and switching to V-Raw. I'm bored of it already. Right. But um, my V-Raw, if it does kick off, is you Eddie know, if, if like in a month's time everyone's <laughs> using V-Raw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, Eddie Maynard. So <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Thank you very much for your time. Nice one. Thank you for having me on. Anytime.